Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. All right, Warriors and the Tigers, 18 points to six. Uh, the wounded Warriors who haven't uh, had a win for quite some time, MG, they got the job done. Uh, where's the story here, there, or, or what the hell is going on at the Tigers? Um, there's, there's two stories. The story, the first one is how brave the Warriors were. Um, out of out of a possible 30 players, they could only pick 20. They've got injuries. They've got RTS went home, and and I know we've got Brownie on uh, soon, and I think it's their bravest win since they've been over here from COVID. Um, but it's the story of the Tigers. The other story is the Tigers and um, Madge's job. I, I would imagine that's, you know, we to a man. I think most of us, you know, were speaking last night on the on the commentary and even um, pre-show that we all like Madge as a, as a as a mate, as a, as a you know, as a man. We've seen him on the, the documentaries and another side of him. But it's a it's a result orientated business. You've got to have results, and that was there for the picking last night. They had to beat the Warriors. I think to for Madge to, Madge to keep his dream alive as being a coach of the Tigers. I that's a, the it doesn't matter if you Madge, it doesn't matter if you you know Trent Barrett or you know Ivan Cleary. It's, if you're if you're down the bottom of the table and you keep losing, especially to a team like that, there's got to be questions asked by the the powers that be. And I think they've got five games to go. I think he's got to win four of them to keep his job. Well, they're. On paper, they're all winnable games that they've got in front of them, the Tigers, but they need a performance. They, they were up by 10 points, and then they, yeah. you could just see them let it slip away. Well, looking at their draw running in, like we went through that uh, before the game and, and just said, you know, they need to tick this box yeah. to start yeah. with. And, you know, they've, they've, when they've been good over the last couple of weeks, you know, it's fleeting, but they come up with a good performance every now and again. And it's not just the Tigers. The Knights do it. The Cowboys do it. The Dragons do it. There's half a yep. dozen sides that every week, even the uh, you, you don't know what you're going to get on a weekly basis. Even the Eels. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly right. So, you know, when you think about the people that were out, you mentioned Roger, Fanua Blake's out, Lodge was out, Townsend was out, Curran was out. You know, it was Armour was out. Um, yeah, and they, and they got off to a really good lead, um, and they just found a way to lose that game. So, for me, I, I think it's more about... W- the Tigers as a whole, about there's something in the industry at the moment, there's a bit of a smell about the Tigers. You know, there's a lot of reports come out, and you can speak to Rudy about it. They have trouble with recruitment. It's a big issue. Now, whether that's Pasco, whether that's Madge, whether that's the organisation, absolutely. You know, I mean, they've all got to be accountable for that, you know. Mm. So we know that their their retention's been ordinary over the last however long. There's absolutely no recruitment going on. Like, they've picked up a couple of players. Like, young Laurie was a good pickup, but Tarmel, you know, he's struggling now to get his, his spot there in first grade. So there's no, there's no constant improvement. You know, if you're a Tigers fan, you're watching them, you're not seeing, seeing a couple of guys develop like Laurie, like probably Leilua. Um, but there's so many players in that site underperforming on a weekly basis. Who's accountable? Yep. Mm-hmm. The players are accountable, obviously. Blake Laurie, uh, that was uh, sad. Dane, Dane, Laurie. Dane Laurie, sorry. There, oh. Was it a broken leg? It was like in the first uh, minute or so. Uh, just got a text now, actually. Oh, okay. He hasn't had the scan yet. Mm-hmm. They're waiting, waiting, they're waiting for the next few hours to see how it plays out, what movement's needed. Uh, but it looks like a fr- fracture, fractured base of the ankle or leg. Uh, they're confident there's no ligament damage. They just need... Th- the scan to clear him up of that. a green so, stick fracture. So, that, so yeah. a fractured ankle. He probably won't play again this season, obviously. Mm. Um, you know, it's funny to talk about the recruitment. I've written a story. I wrote my column today about the Paul Vaughan situation. Five minutes after Paul Vaughan, basically five minutes after Paul Vaughan had had agreed to go to Canterbury, he got a phone call from Michael Maguire. 
and he and to see right. what was happening and where the land lay. And Paul had to say he might have just agreed to go to Canterbury. It's 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 a done deal. Now mm. he was always going to go to Canterbury, Paul Vaughan. But you know the fact that five minutes after the deal was done, he gets a phone call from from Madge. Sort of sum, sums up their plight at the moment. Um, you know they made some, I think they've made some good signings. Laurie's a good signing. Uh, the front row is a good signing. Stefano's a good signing. So you know they've made some good signings, but. Last night, some of their decision making was what got me. You know, five minutes, there was eight minutes, seven, eight minutes to go, and they they're trying two point field goals. Like, yeah, I just didn't understand it. it there was no, and that, and for me, Adam Dewey's their best player. Without him, they don't they don't win a game. But some of the decision making on the field just seems bizarre at mm. the moment. And you know, ultimately, it comes back to the coach. And I've been one of Madge's biggest supporters. Um, I think he's a great coach. But it just doesn't seem to be working to me. And you know, I, I, I think it's silly. You don't make a decision now. There's five games to go in the year. No. Just wait till the end of the year. And if they, you know, uh, it feels like it's almost gone too far already. Mm. Like they just need to make a decision. And I'll tell you what, one bloke needs to go, either Madge or Luke Brooks, because they can't, it's not working. Those two guys, Luke Brooks is, Brooks is not getting better under Madge. And I know the Tigers said publicly they want to keep Luke Brooks. But I think for Luke's benefit, either he needs a change of co- he needs a change of coach or a change of scene. One of the two. He can't stay at that club if Madge is the coach next year because it's not working. It's not and it's not. Luke Brooks is not be- becoming a better player under Madge, and he's, there's still enough in Luke Brooks, enough potential, enough time that he can be a really good footballer. But he needs he needs a change of scene and a change of voice. So if it's not. A change of coach, he needs to change a club for me. But I mean, he's had three or four different coaches at his time mm. at, at the Tigers. Luke well, Brooks. maybe a change of clubs. The answer then, I think so. I think you're right. I think, I, I, I think a change of scenery would doing the world good. You know, imagine him in another, in another system. I think he's got the potential to be. He just he's, he seems like a kind of like an Anthony Milford type player who is is very much reliant on confidence. And when that doesn't happen, and he just puts his head down and, and just passes the ball instead of backing himself to. He's a dynamic runner on on, on his best days. We don't. We only see them twice or, or three times a year, and it's just nowhere near consistent enough. Yeah, and also, but, the- I, but I can't blame him for their losses either. No, I, I mean they've, you know, as as Brady said, some of their decision making last night. They once they they passing the ball from side to side like an under twelve team. It was there was no penetration up the middle. There was no in balls. There was no decoy runners. There was nobody back. The the okay. The biggest moment for me to, that sums up their whole season was when Offen and Gowie about four minutes to go. Got pulled down a metre from the line. He went to play the ball and there was no one there. Yeah. There was nobody there. Was no there. dummy half. Was there was no dummy half. It was very West that Tigers. Sums that, up the ti- that sums up the <laughs> Tigers' season for me in one mo- in one moment. Yes, either that or the madness of the short goal line dropouts. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that, that yeah. You're right about him going side to side, MG, because that last five, ten minutes, oh. the Warriors were out in their feet and they were yeah. just punching making metres through the middle, through the middle, just punching through them. And it felt like there was just at some point they were going to break. Then they just started going side to side. Uh-huh. They just keep punching through the middle of them. Can I just say, though, in terms of drama for uh, West Side Story, the, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> the doco that is still being filmed, we've seen one episode of it, uh, it's pretty amazing. Because I, I think it. yeah, I think we are going to, and certainly the insights of you know the season thus far have been quite amazing. What is to come, you'd imagine the drama is uh, there. It is absolutely worthwhile. Have a look at. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.